Nachos Amigos, and welcome to Hallyujuku. I'm your man, your man with no plan, Petey Rave. Here with me, as always, is my friend, my tactic partner and all this, Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? Hello. How's everybody doing? We're back once again for another week of... Um East Asian pop culture, mostly Korean pop culture, as always. We're trying. We're not. But <laughs> sooner or, or later, one day, one day, one day. Yeah, we'll surprise you and we'll have like Taiwanese pop. And then yeah. you'll just, you'll, it'll fucking ruin everything and every, no one will listen anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you say that like people listen now. Uh, <laughs> There's like four people, maybe. T2. Mm-hmm. Got T2. Like four people. I mean, I don't listen to the show. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I I used to listen to the stuff I make. Now it's just like, like I I don't know. I was there. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. Like, Need to start there. listening to the shit I make again. All right. Um, but uh, it's a new week. It's a new show. So as always, we like to start the show off with our what's new segment. Um. And uh, usually I go first, but uh, PD has a thing in here, uh, which is a n- not picked by him, not picked by me, but a thing we think we should mention. Um, and it's an SM station thing. Yeah. And can I say, kind of starting to get tired of the SM station thing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, it was like the the roller coaster. We started. I I I know I started. It was like me. <laughs> right uh and then, like, you, you 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 hear about this ride and you're like yo i heard this is gonna be a, i heard this is a great ride yo I've, everything i've heard from what i've heard this is a great ride all the way through the line you're like man i'm telling you i'm fucking telling you man everybody who's gotten on this ride loves this fucking ride you get in there they strap you in they go through all the little procedures you go through you're still like i'm telling you this is gonna be great and it's like one up and one down and you're just like wait what that was the whole thing? <laughs> like <laughs> Wait, we're going around for a second pass? No, I don't I don't care. It's not <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> I don't need a second pass. Um I mean the the for it start as I'm station in general it started uh so this is a FX song called uh All Mine. Uh it's it's good. It's it's a, it's, yeah. it's it's not bad. It's it's part of their like ha- like house influenced EDM. So it's literally like like the that song everybody in the SM is releasing right now. Like yeah. But see <laughs> see here's my problem with it, right? Because we've come across two types of things with SM station, right? It's either shit that they took off an album that would have been good on the album and they needed it for SM Station, or it's crap that was going to get left off the album anyway, so they put it on SM Station. Like, that's the only two fucking archetypes you get. And you're just like, huh. Yeah. I guess- and then, like, the random, like, like collaboration from people that, like, in the, that are in the office at the time and decided to, ah, let's just put a random jazz song together. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's you know it's it's and it, it like it started with those all those like coffee shop ballads and then it got interesting they had that like progressive metal band and the, the jazz song and then like 
a couple of the releases from like uh you know the Taeyeon song and the the Tiffany song were pretty neat but they but like once you got there it's like the Taeyeon song and the Tiffany song they were the songs that got taken off the album and they were you know good and they they were they were fun and then it's like okay now we're back to like okay we're just now we're just treading water again <laughs> yeah all right so um yeah Kaz what's new hello with you? uh so. You know what? This has been a really good week. I I, I went back and I kind of have. <sighs> Petey, I think I'm gonna do it. I think I'm gonna watch Show Me the Money season five. Oh shit! I uh, I went back and I've looked at some of the clips for a minute. It's kind of bad, but there's some good. <laughs> there's some there's some definite good in there. It's not gold. It's it's definitely not gold. It's like silver. Maybe some silver, some silver coins. You can like it's copper dust. <laughs> you get you get enough of it. You get enough of it. You could do something with it, but by itself, you're just like just weird scratchy dust. <laughs> like my hands feel weird now. Um, but no, it's it's there's some good shit in there. But um, and I I think I don't know. I think it's it's making me kind of want to go in and like check it out and just stick with the experiment of watching show me the money so i think i'm gonna do that but uh, my music picks this week tangentially have something to do with that not really kind of sort of we just but, do korean hip-hop yeah it, we're, well see what happens is you get an influx of hip-hop after show me the money kind of teeters out right um which happened last year, which I think this is now this kind of time period thing. So in between when show me that when show me the money ends and then when um, unpretty rap star starts, you get a pretty good influx of hip hop in that season because all those people's names are coming up like from previous seasons and shit like that and all that kind of stuff. And then all the producers names are coming up, whether the season is good or not. The season wasn't good. Um <laughs> You you kind of get this influx of music, so, and then when show and then when uh, uh, Unpretty Rap Star goes through its thing, we're gonna get an influx of girl of of, of hip hop from Korean uh, fucking words of hip hop from Korean women. Um, that's gonna come after that from people who were on the show and just other people who want to kind of get caught up in the whirlwind. Um, so we I got a couple of hip hop tracks in here. One of them is is kind of a thing that that has become kind of a consistent of brand new music uh like all, all these like kind of newer hip DJ young juice. uh oh, dj oh. juice again <laughs> we, we had a whole thing in the pre-show about dj juice don't worry about it but um we have this whole thing where um you kind of i think brand new music did it last year as well where kind of everybody on the label comes together does this cypher thing or whatever um, and they've done another one this year with some of the new kids and shit like that. So I really enjoyed this, man. Yeah. Holy shit. I thought it was going to be kind of meh. Like, I, but everybody kind of does a really good job in this, this kind of very well-produced cypher. It's not, it's not a cypher cypher, but it's very well put together and it's still in that cypher style kind of past the mic and shit like that. And there is even a good bit of, of change of pace where they change the beat. I like yeah, one or two times. Yeah. Halfway in between. Yeah. Um, 
And it, it I, the thing I love about a cipher in kind of its incarnation is like you give people the beat and you're like, hey, write your part or, or freestyle your part. Whichever variant it is, um, I, I tend to like to write your part, kind of come up with something, come back, we'll record it, put everybody in place kind of thing, ciphers. Um, the freestyle ciphers are also amazing, but I, 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 I getting off track. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's different. It's a different style for different, uh, different skilled guys. Some of these, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and the thing about this one, the thing about this one is, I feel like it really shows some skill to like come in, do your part, do your thing, and pass the mic, right? And there's some real standouts in here for me. So, um. I really like I really like Hani. Um yeah. The dude is just really good. I think he's he's one of those he's one of those people where he could be kind of lazy sometimes, but when he puts his mind to it, he's really good at at his fucking rhyme schemes and his shit like that and like uh stuff like that. Like he's he's really good when it comes like that. Um and then the Kitty B on here Oh, she fucking, she slays it, dude. Yes, yes. <laughs> get like that, like that. Get like that. Uh, yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I got to give it up for the for the man. Um, which usually sometimes in these kind of things, they tend to get out outshined by their their label mates and their kids and their signings but sonny held his own in this even even threw out some shade in here a little bit uh but you got to go listen to it and check it out but sonny throws out some 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 shade in there <laughs> yeah uh, i like that like yeah it, it's a really cool song it's a really cool like like uh just uh cypher it's really solid like they do a good job of not, uh, it, you know, it's an eight-minute cipher. So they did the smart thing they did was basically at a halfway point they switched the beat up. So at least it's like, you know, it doesn't doesn't drag. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kitty B is fantastic. Kitty B just goes in uh, and just you know like goes off and stakes her claim as. The fact that you know she's she's worked hard for this, like she's she's not one of these like trainees, like 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 she very much makes various obvious allusions to like all the little like idol trainees that are that are rappers now, uh, which you know that that, that that's fine, uh, but she she's still gonna say, hey, I fucking busted my ass working like working yeah. the underground, you know. And Sonny was. Fantastic. I just like I really because like her part and then Hani's part are like really well intertwined, which almost makes me think they they kind of peeked over at each other. Like, what are you what are you writing? What are you writing? <laughs> okay, because this is what I'm writing. All right, all right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like had that kind of moment because like their parts match so well and then their rhythm with the beat is so good like sonny's a little bit off off kilter because it seemed like he really had some shit he wanted to get off his chest but uh 
just in general, everybody did a really good job on this, man. Like, sometimes yeah. there are just people who get really outshined, but I think everybody, like, and, and I like brand new music, so you call me a mark all the fuck you want, like, <laughs> you, you could say that, but if somebody was fucking trash, I would have said somebody was trash. Like, there are people who I think didn't do as well as everyone else on here, but I don't think they dropped the ball in any way. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I think they all kind of did well. Yeah, like it's 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 a really solid, really fantastic cipher. Uh, with uh, others, kind of all kind of showing something uh, mm. to offer to to the to the whole, uh, which is pretty fantastic. Uh, but yeah. yeah, speaking of DJ Juice, DJ Juice and Honey as well. Honey, yeah. Um, this is, a, this is another. Uh, oh, oh, oh. I'm gonna get content. <laughs> Sorry. It's bad enough I'm getting content ID'd for the visuals. I'm, I'm going to get, like, content ID'd for the audio now. Fuck. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so this is another one. DJ Juice, uh, Honey Loco. Um, I don't know. Just fucking do it. God damn it. It's just really good. I, I Like, two people that I really, really enjoy. Fucking, uh, fucking Loco and Honey, like, yeah. just are really good. And I kind of like this, like... A uh, good fun mix between AOMG and Brand New. Yeah. Like they kind of mix a lot, and they're just it's really good. Yeah, like a nice little collaboration. You have you know a mix of styles uh, and approaches, and like you know kind of like it creates the the the, the community thing. Uh, yeah. Also, it's funny. It's like I was speaking of the thing we were talking about before the show about G- DJ Juice. I was like, I saw the name DJ Juice, and I was like. Is that that DJ Juice? And then I thought, wait, who is that DJ Juice? <laughs> and I had to actually, because like I was like, I know I knew it was a name in the back of my mind, and I always figure if it's a like a hip hop name in the back of my mind that I can't pinpoint exactly, it's probably just some somebody from the Miami rap scene, <laughs> yeah, whose name I've heard like yelled at the beginning of like a mixtape or something. Uh, but yeah, this is there's a there's already a DJ Juice. Uh, who does mixtapes and does mixtape uh, video blends? Uh, but luckily, nobody knows who he is. So, so <laughs> uh, hey, so like, it's hard to come up with a name. I'll tell you that. Like, yeah. so, I I may have kind of uh, a bit of the monopolization on King Kaz, but there are a lot of King Kazes out there, man. Yeah. You know. I just, I just am kind of a little bit ahead of most. Yeah. But there are people who are ahead of me and using the name as well. So it's just, it's just one of those things. Yeah. And I, I mean, I love the name. I'm, I'm kind of married to the name at this point. Like, I'm not, I'm not gonna switch. I like being Kaz. I like being who I am. So. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, DJ Juice. Uh, yeah, DJ Juice higher featuring Loco and Honey. Uh, n- 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 nothing to get derailed about. Really good song. Definitely worth going to check out. Um, I'm, I'm, I swear to God, I'm, I'm really coming to love Honey more and more. And I really, I, I keep forgetting. I mean to, but I need to go and pick up Loco's album. Yeah, because uh, he, he's put out re- t- some some good shit, and yeah. like he he kind of deserves the success that he's getting because he's really good at the shit that he does, man. Yeah. Uh, He's a good, fun-loving kid, and I, I love people like that in hip hop with just a good, positive attitude, like who just are good at making music. Yeah, and Hani is and Hani's is just a name that I've seen like just pop up lately, and getting different spots like that. That song with the Yoon Jung, uh, Jun Young, Yoon Young, mm-hmm. Yoon, Yoon Jung, you get. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just I just remember him as as the the 
I keep messing his name up because I just know him as like the the old guy in Family Outing. I forget like his name. <laughs> I just know <laughs> his nickname is on Family Outing. But yeah, Yoon Junction, uh, and that track that on there with like Kitty B, uh, you know, and like a couple other things. His name has been popping up. He's gonna be on Yana's album uh, mm-hmm. when he comes out uh, on a track uh, like uh, that Yana wrote and him. Uh, so he's he's getting his name out there. This is really cool. Uh, yeah. Last but not least. Last but not least, um, something I, I saw it and then you sent it to me and I realized I didn't watch it, which was just I, the fuck. Um, <laughs> but it's our boy who, dude, like, I'm so fucking happy. This is this is we we are like of all the things that have ever happened on Hollywood that me and PD have either said we don't want to happen or we want to happen, and and then we never get them. The thing that we said we don't want to happen fucking happens, and we're like, fuck no, no, you're ruining the world. Or like, there's a thing that we're like, this needs to happen, and it doesn't fucking happen, and then we're like, for the next three episodes, we're just sad little bitches. Yes. Like, <laughs> um, but this is one of those things where. Where we were in for that fucking, that, what was it? No Mercy? No Mercy, yeah. Fucking No Mercy show. Me and BD fucking fell in love with Shopgun. We were like, fucking ship it. Fucking put Amazon Prime it next day, motherfucker. I want it. Fucking, we don't need him in this goddamn boy band. He needs to be solo. And then we didn't hear anything from Shopgun for a while. And me and Petey did our sad bitch episodes for like two or three episodes. Where we were just like, it's fucking stupid, man. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> and now we are getting what we wanted. We are getting what we wanted. Fucking Shopgun has been releasing music. He did um, an appearance on Show Me The Money 5. Um, and now he's releasing songs and doing all this shit. And it's good. It's so good. It's what we wanted. Uh, so this is Beep, uh, produced by Gilly Boy. Um, and it's our boy Shopgun. And it is Shotgun. It's so fun. Yeah. It's, it's so uh, fun. It's uh it definitely has that uh taste of shotgun style and it, it's it's a very cool beat. It's you know, it's very giddy boy on the beat. Uh I'm trying to remember, was Giddy Boy the one that was like telling him on No Mercy that he's like it's like he's too old yeah. fashioned. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, he is the one who said that. <laughs> it's like uh and we shit on Gilly Boy. <laughs> Fuck you. Gilly Boy. <laughs> uh but like I I, I, I like this the, the the beat uh the instrumental is definitely interesting. Uh it's not something I would have expected to match up with what I remember of Shopgun. But then again, I know that Shotgun was a you know, trainee, and he was just barely debuting, and uh, he was, you know, he at some point he was gonna adjust his style and and grow and do different things and try different things. So uh, the instrumental was surprising, but yeah, the the song is cool. Uh, the uh, random two black dudes uh, kind of surprised me. Uh, I don't know where they came from. Uh, <laughs> They just kind of hired two random black dudes to dance in the video. Uh, so that's nice, I guess. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. But overall, it's just a really cool song. Uh, and it's a really cool vibe. And, and it's good to see Shotgun uh, get, get his thing, do his thing. Yeah. 
it's really good to see like shotgun getting his like his respect because like i said like me and you were just like yes shotgun is so good he's he's like so far beyond all these other kids that are on this show like even the one kid who was supposed to be the better rapper of them like and i'm just like we're, we were like no shotgun is the better shotgun is the better one of, the, of them like um and so it's just really good to see somebody get to do that you feel like they deserve and i just hope it continues man so if you have not checked out anything from shotgun before go check this out it's so good it is so well put together like it's one of the things i have always given gilly boy credit for he's a he's a really good producer i may not always like hit the songs he does himself but he is a really good producer yeah. uh now now that i look at it and think about it i'm wondering if those two dudes are supposed to look like those uh, uh those like freaking ratchet ass like hood trip uh, trap dudes like the, the like the underwater squad like like you're supposed to think like these these like uh like underground like like hood dudes and like they're supposed to be ratchet as hell when when I see them I just think they're they just look like a couple of dudes and they probably look like they're just the choreographers. <laughs> Like, yeah, that, I think they were supposed I, to look I, scarier I than, than moment, I had a moment where I thought they were supposed to just kind of be like like cool background things and I was like they're just dancers they're just there to hype up the video like that's a, <laughs> like, they just dance. I think they were supposed to look scarier than than they looked to, like to me but I don't know I, I kept looking and I kept expecting more dancing from them <laughs> like, yeah it was like I think they're supposed to be dancing. Why are they not dancing? <laughs> like, it's like they start kind of dancing, but like, yeah, I don't know. That's just a thing. But so, yeah, we yeah. move on. Uh, but on. before we get to your music, um, I think we need to talk about. You got another snack crate? Yes. Thing. Yes. So what do we? I got a new snack fever. <laughs> this segment of Hollywood is brought to you by Snack Fever. When uh, you get the fever, get the snack. Uh, uh, you can use that one for free, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, it, it's brought to you by a mostly empty Snack Fever box because I already ate most. <laughs> you don't got to show the empty ass box. You just said what was in it. <laughs> I know. It's just that there's a, there, there was a lot of stuff in it, and it was like a really cool snacks. So was was this a bigger box than the one you got last time? I think or was it a what is it the same i think it was i don't know i don't know because i don't have the other box with me because you know that disappeared (laughs) uh like my loot crate boxes they just kind of disappeared uh even though it's hard to keep it uh but it was it was good it was you know uh oh crap so let me get the so they have they have some really cool interesting stuff uh they had uh uh like these like poofs there's like these like cylinder poofs that like taste like duck bulky. Mm-hmm. And then also made me realize that maybe I'm I shouldn't be as afraid of duck bulky as I as I have been. <laughs> because every duck bulky I've ever had has been fucking spicy as hell. And I wonder if like maybe that's like the Korean American restaurant thing rather than the original. So I don't know. I'm gonna have to you know what? Forty three days from today. <laughs> I will be in Korea and I will find out, but we'll, that's going to be the experiment. But it wasn't as spicy as I as I've, as I've experienced with duck bulky. It was kind of sweet and it was actually nice. Uh, like it was, other, you know, they had other 
like chips like it was it was cool it had like these little puff pastries uh like potato sticks like so far two boxes in i have yet to be disappointed uh by anything in the box it has another i got another ramen which i haven't made yet uh sesame flavor ramen with okay. e- contains egg block i, I don't know I'm, I'm not sure <laughs> But we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. All right. <laughs> and also, it so, came with this, which is from. The, oh, God damn it. Where did I skip? Oh, milk caramel. <laughs> from the drama now, we're supposed to be watching. <laughs> now you too can be in a Korean drama. Uh, oh, yeah. We got to finish that. Next week. Next week. Next week. Next week. Uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably start a marathon a few episodes today and tomorrow. Uh, and then we can move on. Yeah, ne- next Thursday. Next, yeah. So next episode will be a Hollywood Talks. Maybe you know what? Maybe we'll just do two episodes that day. Yeah, we'll do how we'll do the t- episode and the talks. Yeah. Uh, All right. So now for uh, music. All right. So if you want one, if you want to give me a referral, go to yolo420.com/slash Hollywood Snack. Petey, we had one fucking rule. Yep. <laughs> One rule. Uh, don't eat. There you go. Down to three viewers, motherfuckers. Okay. <laughs> we lost that one viewer. We lost um, that one. Uh, but yeah. Uh, music. Music. <laughs> music. All right. So some, yeah. of the, some interesting tracks, uh, some things that caught my attention in the past couple of weeks. Uh, one of them uh, is Hazy. Uh, speaking mm-hmm. of I'm Pretty Rap Star, former I'm Pretty Rap Star contestant Hazy, uh, the song Angeli, uh, featuring Dean and DJ Frizz. Uh, it's actually a really cool, chill, hip, like hip-hop, R&B track. Uh, it's very... I think how you think about this song might be... Uh, uh, how you uh, might be affected by how you feel about Dean... Because <laughs> uh, I haven't noticed that he might be a little bit polarizing. I like him, but he definitely falls into that like that YOLO R and B that like that like swag and B that like uh, style that might not be to everyone's taste, you know. <laughs> like, uh, which is fine, but you know, depending on how you feel about Dean. You might, you might the, your feelings on this strong song might differ, but this song is a pretty chill and cool. Like I like Hazy's voice, I like the like the style of the song, the style of the video. I think it works well. It's a pretty chill track to just kind of group. It is, yeah. It is, it is, I I don't know why, and because I I've enjoyed a lot of the things that Dean has put out as well. I think I think we're kind of on this mutual plane of like really enjoying Dean. Um, which has been rather weird. We've, we've been on these mutual planes with a lot of artists lately, especially a lot of newer artists, which like kind of before we haven't, we've generally kind of poo pooed newer people, but Dean has kind of been on this plane of like, do no wrong for us. And he's been really been producing a lot of great stuff. Um, and I don't know why I thought this was going to be worse than it was. Like, I really did. I thought I wasn't going to enjoy it, but I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Like, it's a really good, fun, smooth duo R&B song. Like, it's so fucking chill. 
Yeah, the video is really nice and stylized, and uh, the you know, hazies, you know, a looker. Uh, Dean doesn't do bad to, too bad to, to himself. You know, he's not yeah. bad to look at either. Uh, it is it is kind of like a, a silly. There's some silliness involved in like the the tone of the video and like this like this relationship of these two that like to uh like to play pranks on each other because they just they're like this like cycle of revenge but in a cute way like <laughs> this adorable cycle of revenge <laughs> like uh yeah. which which you know is, is fun uh yeah i liked it i think i think yeah yeah i think these all work really well uh and i'm looking forward to to uh, checking out more of this album from hazy uh also i i one side note there's the part where she turns off the power as he's working on the laptop I'm like it's a, it's a laptop he could just go in well, <laughs> well she also turned off the power to all the other shit that was there like you okay, know all the like yeah the and, and there's also the part where she spits in his coffee which yes, yeah is is yes it's all right, all right, i'm gonna hold on yes it, it's gross, but if if my girlfriend in a in like kind of uh, spit in my fucking co- coffee, I'd, I'm pretty sure that's the least of my worries of things she could do. <laughs> like, like, I'd be like, "All right, you're great. Fuck you. Like, you know, like, I'm still gonna drink it. Fuck you. Like, yeah, like you, you drink it out of spite. It's like right. Just now look you at spit her. in my mixer." Or some shit like that, like, or as she did, like, turn the power off to shit when I'm using it. That's, you know, that's something. Yeah. <laughs> Spilling cheese poofs, cheesy balls out of, uh, on the floor all over the place. Uh, they must, I mean, that's, a, that's, a, I mean, those cheesy balls, you gotta go all the way to Costco to get that, ba- that container. I mean, you can't waste those. Uh, but yeah, Paisy, pretty cool track. Uh, moving on. We have from this from the studio uh, that hates us uh, and wants our <laughs> videos to die. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know. Visual content ideas are motherfucker now. Uh, from the from the studio of JYP, for, from the I guess technically still together group missing. <laughs> uh, we have uh, the lovely Wang Feifei. Uh, Pei with her solo debut uh, with Quinchana Quinchana Fantasy or just Fantasy. Um, this video is pretty sexy. Uh, she is absolutely lovely. Uh, the visuals are very interesting and 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 like captivating. Like uh, I have to say, I I still haven't gotten uh, info on who. Uh, this lady is this young lady is i've been trying to find out trying to get an instagram i'm like yo sup (laughs) like uh she's absolutely fantastic but yeah this 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 video is really interesting and cool like they're playing like the virtual reality thing uh yeah they are playing up the they are playing up the virtual reality thing which is kind of funny yeah and like uh i can't tell if that's a that's it doesn't look like an oculus or a vibe i think it's just a 
obscure VR thing. <laughs> so it's not even an interesting, like super, super high end, uh, VR, uh, thing. Uh, you can probably just pick one up at a, at a video store. Uh, at a, you know, phone books, a phone store. Uh, but yeah, it is a very visually captivating, uh, music video. The song? Meh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I liked it. It wasn't it's, it's, it wasn't bad. It's not bad, but it's, it's okay. I mean, it, it does I think a good it's a, job. I think it's a bit. I think it's a little bit above meh. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a, yeah. It's a little bit above meh. It's 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 good. It's not great. It's it doesn't have a lot going for it other than like it, the tone is works well with the video. Um, does a good job of, I think, masking uh maybe phase limitations as a vocalist uh yeah which really that's just part for the course the miss a is not a vocal group <laughs> they're they're very much a pop dance group they're not a vocal group like uh uh which is not to say that they're bad vocalists they're just not you know that's not their that's not what they're there for you know <laughs> uh but it's a good song like but i think that yeah this this is definitely about the visuals uh also you can tell that this this uh this whole south china sea thing is uh is a thing and starting to get annoying by looking at the the ratio of likes to dislikes (laughs) (laughs) you look at those the fact that it's about almost about 50 50 like it's not exactly 50 50 it's like 59 40 like 60 40 roughly i mean almost exactly but it's like but you know, sixty likes to forty dislikes, uh, which is kind of dumb. It's dumb that when politics gets involved with like music, but <laughs> especially like I mean, it's it's the world we kind of live in at this yeah. moment, like where just weird shit in oh wait hold on weird shit in general just dictates what happens in music and what happens like in in the realm that we we are in. Yeah. So yeah, it's a it's a shame, and the, the song doesn't seem to be doing too well. So <laughs> it's just a shame because uh, I think people were hoping for 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 uh, something more from Faye uh, to you know kind of get her. I don't know. I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a bad first song. Like it's not a bad song. We're just hoping more for more success from her for her endeavor. Yeah, we were hoping that it would succeed more. But we, the people out there. We were hoping it would be there and it would succeed more. Like it would be like, all right, boom. Yeah. She at least get some momentum, but it looks like it's just like, <laughs> at least financially, <laughs> at least like financially and sales wise. So yeah, it's a good song. It's a good like solo debut. It's just you know, it's not great, but it's good. And you kind of hope for for more. Hope for for uh. Hope that uh, they at least let her give some more opportunities to go out there. Because, you know, for sure, Miss A ain't doing shit for, for a while, you know? You know, you're going to have to, like, Miss A has to wait for that one week where Susie doesn't have something going on. Like, mm-hmm. So until that one week that Susie doesn't have something going on, uh, they're going to have to occupy their time somehow. <laughs> uh Hopefully, hope for the best in the future for Faye. Uh, moving on to Stellar. Mm-hmm. 
uh, they're coming back. They came back with the track courtesy of Brave Sound, Brave Brothers, uh, which is the kind of the big announcement that happened where they said that they were going to work with Brave Brothers. Uh, and it shows <laughs> with the music. It's a very Brave Brothers track, which is not bad. It's it's a good track. Uh, but it's a song, Crying, or Cry, or, you know, uh, uh, and it's, it's, the, the visuals are really cool and interesting. The song is, is, has a good energy to it. Uh, yeah. and it's a good song. It's very brave. It, it is very signature brave sound. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like you can like, you listen to it. You, you know who produced it. Remember that? Remember that like two, three months where we were just <laughs> You're just fucking tired of breaking. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, yo, stop making brave sound shit. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I think this is, it was a smart move to work with somebody that is a reliable hit maker like Brave Brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially kind of where they are in their career. Uh, I haven't seen if this is succeeding for them, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see in the, the future. Uh, this, it's a good song. I mean, if I, I, honestly, if I were to knock it for anything is that it doesn't really change its pace at any point. Basically it just yeah. goes at a, at a, at a, at a pace for the entire song, which I think if you're going to do that, I'm usually it's, it, usually it's one of those things where like if you're going to keep the same pace, usually it's because you're going at a, like, like at a hundred, you know, like you're going balls out at like this like crazy pace where they're not quite doing that but they're still like maintaining the pace all throughout so a little bit of a, like a dynamics a little bit of a changing of the beat maybe a nice bridge would have worked well but i think that's probably the only thing i would complain about the song which is you know it's a good song i can i can agree with that i can i can definitely agree with that also the, that ending is really fucking weird because like <laughs> You 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 went straight. You went with the strict visualization of like fucking dead presidents and, and like the fucking mask and like like guns and gold chains. But then the, the the guns were water guns. But then you you strictly straight up went with like the massacre that fucking machine guns would have. And you you added the visuals too. Like <laughs> well, they didn't want their video censored. You know, they show actual guns. I don't know. I don't know. I think it would have been fine if they just squirted him with guns, with water guns. Yeah, yeah. Like, it would have been fine if they still showed up like that and then squirted everybody with water and then everybody kind of fell into the pool. But the fact that you had muzzle flash, like, like, of all the things, you know what, all this shit blowing up, fine. You know what, whatever, whatever. I'll give it, I'll give that to imagination. But the muzzle flash, (laughs) like, the muzzle flash, I was like, the fuck? <laughs> like, uh, you went that extra mile. <laughs> like, yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, All right. Yeah. So you one got last, one more in here. One, one last track, just like, like a nice little aside, a uh, nice little indie track to talk about. Uh, the Solutions came back uh, with their new track, "Ticket to the Moon." Uh, it's a cool, chill indie track. It's very much the Solution sound. Uh, if you listen to their last album. Uh, it's, it's a good continuation of the sound from that album. Uh, it's well made. I like it. 
not much yeah. else to say. <laughs> it's a nice little indie track. Uh, I think uh, I'm super chill, man. Like this could be some good, like like traveling music, like yeah. good trip mixtape. Yeah, put that on, like you know, when you when you, you know, it's like that that plane ride mixtape, so that you know you download it on your phone because you forgot. Like you you download it on your phone because it's it's quicker to download some songs than it is to uh, get that movie you forgot to download uh for for your flight you know it's like ah oh, fuck it i'll just download some songs and this one will be on it yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah it's a cool song i think i think people should check it out i think people should check out the solutions reason why why i picked them as a record breakers group uh record breakers album because it's a pretty cool group uh i look forward to hopefully this being a proper comeback with some more songs from them uh so yeah check it out uh, not much yeah. else to say uh, but yes, if I can remember the the okay, what number is it? Uh, <laughs> I my 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 I broke my mouse, so I don't have my thumb hotkeys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, where is the hotkey for that scene? Uh, but now we're gonna get over to our headlines. So enjoy the the the, the musical aside. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome what to up? our headlines. We talk about some topical topics and some goings on in the world of East Asian pop culture. See what's going on out there. See what's happening and comment on it as best we can. Yeah. Let's get to it. All right. Pretty big news. Chris Lujan, SM Entertainment, settled their lawsuit. Uh, both get some of what they wanted. Uh, Chris Lujan and SM Entertainment have settled their lawsuit, and the result is mixed. It certainly looks better for SM uh, than their previous dealings in court. Uh, SM's representative law firm announced through an official press release on July 21st, uh, we cannot disclose the details of the agreement, but in accordance with the court's ruling and agreement of the parties involved, Chris and Lujan's exclusive contract will be effective until 2022, 2022, uh, as originally contracted, the press release further revealed Chris Lujan, excluding areas in Korea and Japan, will entrust jurisdiction rights entirely to SM Entertainment, and Chris and Lujan will share a part of their revenues with SM Entertainment. Needless to say, uh, they will not promote as members of XO. Uh, so basically, uh, both parts get both part of what they want. Chris and Lujan aren't free to. In- Chris and Lujan aren't free in Japan and Korea, which ba- means they basically won't be promoting there. But they're free to have management with whoever the re- with whoever the rest of the world over. Uh, however, yeah. SM's original contract length with them remains intact, and they get a portion of the revenue the pair generate for basically doing nothing. Uh, you know, they're, they're, we're not sure about the re- you know uh, figures. Uh, somebody's citing a a lot of people are citing ten percent, but we're not sure. Uh, so basically they're not free, but they're basically free outside of Korea and Japan, uh, to do whatever they want. They just gotta, you know, they just gotta cut, cut, they just gotta slice SM a little something off, you know, they just gotta <laughs> give them a little something off the top. Yeah. A little something off the top. Uh, so, I mean, they, it's, you know, it's a compromise. So, uh, some people are grumbling 
mostly because they don't understand what the word compromise is or settlement, <laughs> which means literally both sides give something up and agree on a middle ground. Uh, I like that Photoshop. Uh, what, 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 what are your thoughts, guys? What, what do you think of this compromise? It, I think it's the best way it could have gone, and it's better now that it's over, and it has a clear end rather than this continuation of, like, the bullshit that was going to continue forever. You know, like, this, this could have gotten dragged out for the longest time, and the fact that, like, like yeah, like, people are going to be mad, and that, that's one thing. You can't, you can't help that. People are going to be mad. But the fact that we have a point where there's there's a clear there's a clear and decisive end to this now. There's a clear place in which this is going to be over, and having a clear place in, in being able to see the finish line is a lot better than thinking that the race is gonna last fucking forever. You know, like when you're running that race and you're trying to pace yourself, you know, to, to really do these things and like, all right, well, what do I need to do now? What do I like? All right. Do it. You know, do I have enough left to keep fucking pushing this out and keep doing this and keep going through this fight? And then at the end of it, you just, you're, when you get to this point, you're like, all right, I can, I can see the fucking finish line. I can kind of be happy about this. Is it, what is it? Is it what either side probably really, really wanted? No. Um, does SM kind of get a little bit better of a deal? Yeah, but at the same time, at the end of it, like this means Chris and Lujan can start looking at things in in other in other venues. Now, it doesn't necessarily. What you got to understand is when they say, "Oh, you can't sign with a producer in Korea." Just me. That's the fucking no com- competition clause, right? That means they can't go to YG. They can't go to fucking anyone else like that. But that doesn't mean that they can't go to some like like Japanese producers or Chinese producers who still have a foothold in the Korean market and yeah. still get revenue and, and produce things in the Korean market. Yeah. Those yeah. things are still viable. As far as I'm understanding this agreement, I am not a lawyer, but I can read. Yeah. <laughs> so as far as I'm understanding what has been told to me, yeah. um, and what, like what, it would probably be like a thing where if they want to do something in Korea, Japan, it's going to be at SM. <laughs> Yeah, for 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 the time being, but yeah. at the end of it, you know, there's there's yeah. and then after lights. the contract ends, the contract ends, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I think it's I think it's the best of the best of the deal. Also, uh, uh, uh Luhan looks downright adorable in that picture. I mean, look at him. <laughs> and, <laughs> and you look at that face. You look at that face, and then you you go back and you listen to those like super like ratchet sounding songs that he put out in china it's like like those hard ass songs that like like lou it's like you you, you it like it's hard you, that face always comes up and like you can't take it ever seriously ever it's just that's the face of yeah I get, kind of but you gotta you gotta give some like i've learned to uh, kind of give some people benefit of the doubt because you have people like like drake and justin timberlake who you could go back and find some pictures of them that are not very flattering. But you come back around, you're like, you know what? You're a grown ass man now. Now I will say for Luhan, he, he motherfucker, that was like that, fi- that photo was like last year. Son, come on, <laughs> he still looked like that. <laughs> I seen pictures. He still looked like the little baby face, yeah. dude. So, so uh, yeah. But you know what? Nothing wrong with that because you know what? He's adorable. Uh 
and he's doing his thing and he's kicking ass. Uh, and Chris is going to be in that triple X movie. You can look out for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know if the movie's going to be good, but Chris got paid. <laughs> so, hey, we'll see. So, All right. Can't um, on him. Uh, but yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, all right, moving on. Speaking of YOLO, uh, rapper Iron and former Top Dog member Kiddo to face marijuana charges. Uh, rapper Iron and former Top Dog member Kiddo will face charges of illegal marijuana use. Whatever, let's not get into that. Uh, Kiddo is definitely a new name in this, but Iron has already been involved with marijuana charges for a while now, so surely he's used to it. Uh, Iron and Kiddo and five others have been indicted for a violation of illegal drug administration policies. It was previously reported that Iron is under investigation for three different cases of illegal marijuana uses from December of 2014 through March of 2015. Uh, fellow rapper Kiddo is under investigation for, for, uh, for, for, I, I repeated the fours uh, accidentally, but they're repeated in the article too. So I, I, I get a pass. Illegal use of marijuana at a bar in Bangkok, Thailand, back in October 2015. Um, I don't know if that should count. Uh, the more that comes out about Aaron and his inability to stop smoking weed, the more it seems like Essence level of mess. Like, come on. Uh, <laughs> I like that line. Good job, Asian Junkie. Uh, let's in the article. Uh, but yeah, it, it does seem like uh, Iron is, uh, is uh, uh, filling out his application to the Essence. Uh, can't stop smoking weed club, uh, which is the club that you yeah. took over from Ricky Williams. Yeah, <laughs> like, 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 like I understand. Like I don't hate, but you know it's gonna get you in trouble. Like you know where you live, or like, yeah. like with Ricky Williams, you know that you work for the NFL and they're not cool with it. Like you already got in trouble. Like maybe just you know for now, stop it. Maybe hope that in the future, you know, Korea is more cool about it. Or at least just wait until you go to L.A., smoke up a little bit, get it out of your system after a while, and, you know, and come back when you're clean, you know. You can do it here. You can do it in California. You know. Spend a couple weeks in California. Yeah. So, so like, three weeks. It's... One week smoking weed, two weeks getting getting it out of your system, you know? I like Iron. He's good, man. Like, but it's just, you, you gotta have to, like, you gotta understand, like, you gotta, yeah. don't get caught. God damn it. Like, <laughs> there's nothing else I can say to that. Like, just don't get caught. Like, fuck. Be smart about it. Like, I, like, I mean, reach out talk to yeah. some old potheads <laughs> they'll teach you some things yeah. that's that's the problem it's like there's only a few people smoking weed in like rap and in, in, in hip-hop but they don't like they don't have they don't have that many people and they don't have old pothead hip-hop dudes old pothead rappers hanging around to teach him shit, like to be their apprentice, to 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 apprentice under, like they don't have Snoop Dogg, like young, like young, like they don't have like uh, they don't have people to teach them how to like not get caught and how to like you know how to and, and all the things and all the tips and tricks. So they they just they don't have the guidance. They need the guidance. Let's just try to not get caught. 
Yeah. But they're going to get caught. So, <laughs> like, stop smoking weed. All right. Yeah. For a little while. Yeah. Or go on a vacay, man. Go on a vacay, smoke all you want. Just go to back. Thailand, because apparently that didn't work out for Kiddo. <laughs> yeah. Kiddo just dumb. <laughs> yeah. Just dumb. Um, yeah. All right. Shaking my head. All right, moving on. Producer, this is speaking of shaking our heads. Uh, producer says produce produce one hundred and one was meant as porn for men who like younger nieces and sisters. Uh, Han Dong Chul, uh, the actual producer of produce produce one hundred and one, uh, produce one hundred and one, uh, a show that I had no interest in, and the group that came from it has yet to do anything really interesting at all, other than Sejong, who's fantastic on Talents for Sale, but like. Okay, whatever. It's an amnesia. Uh, the producer of the producer one one is currently getting lit up in Korea and internationally for comments he, where he likens the popularity of the show and his own intentions by saying it was basically porns for dudes who fantasize, want to fantasize about their little nieces and or sisters. Uh, during an interview with High Cut, he was given the question, guys probably will not be interested in the male version of Produce 101. How do you plan on, to attract male viewers? PD answered, uh, female or male, people will watch it if the program has a good strong format. Uh, it's a matter of quality. Uh, yeah, that boy version of Produce 101. Well, actually, you know what? The, they haven't come out with it. I know that the Boys 24 show has flopped hard. Uh, female, uh, I'm not sure how to say this, but the reason why I first created the female version is because I wanted to make healthy pornography for guys. Even though the contestants just seem like a younger sister or niece, aren't they adorable? I wanted to create a type of porn that gives you that feeling, and the male version will also serve as that type of porn for female viewers. I once heard that Rain's performance was like porn for girls. The male version of Produce 101 aims to fill in that fantasy, and if it's entertaining enough, the male viewers will watch it too. Uh, I don't think it's possible. Yeah, like, yeah, Agent Yoki points out that he doesn't think that it's possible to phrase something any worse than than that than how he did it uh a lot of you know yeah um this is this is bad it's just it 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 is bad it, it's definitely bad but, but i can see internally how it was designed to be those kind of things because i mean like come on let's not fucking let's yeah let's, like like the reaction is like but where is the lie <laughs> like but right. where is the, um, the lie yeah it's just as a producer you would think you would have a better mindset of things to say and not say and you would think you would know better to not say that kind of shit yeah so that that's the part of like that fat like that 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 catches me where i'm like who, motherfucker did nobody teach you right like yeah. you don't you don't say that shit just that's not something you fucking say just out of your mouth at all just ever in general yeah. um you you were good with the like fucking good content comment you were good with hey if it's good people will watch it and that's what i'm all about is making good content the the fucking i, I feel like in between that first comment and the next one he hit his fucking head like he must have <laughs> like, like i don't know um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I like, it, I like, it, it's yeah. bad. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad PR. Uh, I like this. Uh, the next the the ne- like the next paragraph for from on the Asian Junkie article kind of sums up pretty uh pretty good. Uh, probably the un- only upside of this is that an exec 
finally admitted that there's no real difference between cute and sexy concepts, just people pretending there is and hypocrites slut-shaming. Well, that and exposing how female idols are looked at in the industry. Essentially, yeah, he basically, the upside of this is he's basically told, he, he, he he exposed the business, as they say in wrestling. <laughs> he, yeah, he, but he pulled back the kayfabe. <laughs> did it, isn't it an exposure that we really need that we didn't already know? Like, I mean, we know, we know this. We all know this. Like, there's, there's a lot of people that don't know this. <laughs> there's a lot of people. Well, there's, there's a lot of people that don't want to know this. Right. Okay. There you go. There you go. Don't want <laughs> to know this. They know it. it but they there, don't like they just don't think about it they don't know it yeah and there, there are people so. way more in in fucking korean pop than in wrestling who live in the kayfabe man yeah. like <laughs> there are people in wrestling who live in the kayfabe in the moment that when it's done they're like man that was crazy man they did a really good job that was well choreographed you know but like in the moment they're like he's gonna kill him no <laughs> you know whereas like we're here with fucking k-pop and we're like oh yeah they're pretty cute oh man that sexy con Concept was really strong from them uh, from originally their cute concept and then everything closed down and we're like oh yeah, yeah. well that's a uh, uh, that's that's something you know and I, but this is the point where people literally are like well i disagree with you on the cute concept versus the sex and you're like wait what you wait you take the shit serious <laughs> like no stop but yeah i don't know it's just it's it's bad overall like it's fucking dumb and you're you fucking you need to to reevaluate your shit dude like and there's no backpedaling. There's no back. I don't. I don't care how much fucking spin you put on this. You you can't backpedal this. You can't. You just yeah, fucking no. can't. Uh, but they'll put out the show, and then nobody will give a fuck. So, yeah. I mean, we'll see. Uh, I I don't know if uh, the male version is going to do that well, uh, just because I don't know if like. Y- I don't know if uh, boy idol groups are as mainstream appealing as a girl idol group. Uh, they're more of they milk their fandom for money, where the female. Uh, we'll see, we'll see, because I know boy. There is a show called Boys Twenty Four that is a, it's different technically because it's uh, it's it's not uh, it's not this like everybody sends their all star t- you know trainees and they make a temporary group. It's it's I think from one agency. I think it's unsigned trainees, like uh, like free agents and stuff. But it's it's similar. It's boys and it's like that trainee making an idol group thing, and it's 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 like flopping hard. It's like less than point three percent in the ratings. <laughs> like, and Korea is not a big country. Like I've seen the rating numbers, and like on like on the weekly uh, on uh, Korean Variety subreddit, there's a weekly post about the week's ratings. And for that one, they don't have any numbers because it's not getting above 0.3%. So they can't, like, measure it. <laughs> it's immeasurably bad. <laughs> so, we'll see. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, this is this is a bad look. But, you know what? It's the truth. It's the truth. Uh, speaking of not cool... Somebody did a not cool thing. Uh, somebody stole Taeyong's dog, and his brother. Is yeah, so for help. Uh, I I, get, I read about this kind of initially. It was like all it was all over Twitter. Uh, if you follow any fucking like any little bit of fucking shit, so this is definitely a not fucking cool. Um, 
And there's there's a weird little spin on this that's happening right now, right? So it's it's very much like oh, some some weird person stole Tae Young's dog, right? And and that's kind of the story that everybody's going with, right? And then there's like even even in this um even in this Asian Junkie article, it's very like spelled out that way. And then it's like oh man, whoever did this, like I, lo- I love these little three bullet points of uh, of course the dog's name is Homie. Um, yeah. You know the the who, which I do agree. Who the fuck steals somebody's dog? Like just in general, off top. Like what the fuck's wrong with you? And then the, whoever stole it better return it, or the Sawsangs are gonna find him, got him, and leave him to bleed to death. Right now, here's the part where I kind of I, I want to put on my Sherlock Holmes hat, which I'm gonna be doing later with Curly. Uh, I'm gonna put on my Sherlock Holmes hat and say, I kind of think it was a Sawsang. <laughs> Probably. I mean, there, yeah. we, we don't know yet. We don't know the fact. We don't yet. know yet. We don't uh, know yet. But in the life of 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 weird kind of prop bets, I'm betting Sasang, man. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That makes sense. Um. I mean, it, it's it's not exactly a a. It's not a show dog. Like if it was a show dog, yeah. I would understand the dog napping. It, and it's not a puppy yeah, that, anymore. That either. But at the same time. This is why I, I'm so, so connected to the fact that it has to be either somebody that, that knows who that dog and who the person is in, in some kind of sense or a straight up sasang in, in that sense because person, like, like personality-wise, outside of the Big Bang stuff, Young is really connected to this dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like there are not a lot of posts in his fucking personal bullshit that don't involve this dog in some yeah. way, shape, or form. So it is very interconnected that, like, he loves that fucking dog, man. And I could yeah. just see some saucing being like, oh my god, if I have the dog, I'm closer to Young. I'll yeah. kidnap the dog, and then I'll say, I found the dog, and then Young will marry me! <laughs> like... Yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, um, yeah. So, no, like, get back to dog. Damn it, get back to dog. No, definitely, definitely not cool, man. Definitely, definitely not cool. That's no, no. (laughs) We're supposed to laugh at this. Cause I, I, dude, I would be on a fucking warpath if somebody stole my dog, man. That'd be fucking warrior cat. Yeah, I, I don't think anybody would steal that motherfucker. Yeah, Parker would flip fun. out and murder someone. Yeah, <laughs> they wouldn't even bother. Yeah, uh, he's just chilling. What is he looking at? He's just like I, I, I wa- think he probably just found wa- a bug. I washed the wall the other day, and I think he's like, you know, this smells Why weird now, man. Where's my where's my pee stain? <laughs> where's the part I licked? I, I, I remember that smelling like a part. Like, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah, man, don't don't do that shit, man. No. Don't don't steal people's pets. Don't kidnap people's kids. Just fucking don't do that shit, man. Yeah. It's just you. Weird. Also, I also love this. Reversing. I love this back out that my cat just. God, it's like, it's like, it's like, oh shit! I'm, they're talking about it. I'm on camera. It's like, it's like one of those scenes that, like, you see in like the old wrestling videos of somebody like wandering into a backstage segment and then backing yeah. out and one of them. It's like, whoop. yeah. 
Uh, All right. But yeah. Uh, that brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of Ali Juku. Uh, we're, we're excited. Uh, mm-hmm. Cass, what do you got yeah. going on in your neck of the woods? Uh, I got, I'm going to turn my goddamn fan back on, which I, I apologize. I forgot to turn it off halfway through the show. So for those three people who are listening and then going to fucking be like, the fuck is that noise? I, I apologize. We read a fight it halfway through the show. Um, and also, um, check out all the DKG stuff, as always. You know, Hollywood, Two Nerdy Black Guys. I'm, I'm finally getting around to making content for my own YouTube channel. Uh, I'm going to put out some just some fun, like, Overwatch gameplay and just some fun, like, kind of chill gameplay and some rants. Because people, people seem to like when I rant. So I'm, I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to become a rant YouTuber in a, some um, way. I don't know. I'm going to get Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so... Yeah. That's what I got going on in yeah. my neck of the woods. And definitely come back next week. We're going to be finishing up The Entertainer. Um, and then <sighs> in the talks? following weeks, we're going to start. Uh, oh, God damn it. What was the other uh, show? 20 uh, again, I believe. 20 again. Yeah, 20 again. Yeah. So for, join for us for me, those. As for me, I'm going to, as soon as I finish, I'm going to find that caramel so I don't get ants. Uh, and. Uh, I've got my, you know, I've, I've got the same old stuff. How did you do record breakers? Uh, it's all on rebelli.net. Uh, we'll talk. I'll, I'll do the run through again after I don't get done with this random other stuff. Uh, also, uh, probably gonna we're gonna beta test a new show. Uh, mm-hmm. Me and Brett uh, doing a show tentatively called tentatively tentatively called uh, PD Brett and Junk uh, PB and J. Uh, where we we get together it we get together it's half it's half uh him and Han with two uh pale honkies uh uh or you know half shooting the shit style show and half uh we're uh talking about some random uh novelty sports thing that we watch live so mm-hmm. we're gonna do a thing where it's gonna be partly a live part that will not be part of the podcast but we will refer to so it's gonna be like a live show that uh, kind of gets to put it together into this podcast, so it should be fun. I don't know. We'll see how it works out. Uh, it's going to be super casual. Uh, it's mostly going to be run by Brett, who's going to take point, and I'm going to just show up and like say, "Hey, what's going on?" I don't have to yeah. do as much work, except that I'm going to probably produce it and edit it and post it myself because <laughs> I can't like not. <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. All right. So check that out, PB and J. Uh, check out all the other things that we do here on the Rebelli Podcast Network. Check out the YouTubes, the YouTubes, which me and Petey are both kind of trying to get more into those those YouTube niches. <laughs> trying to get in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Howlyjuku.com, kpoppodcast.com. Well, didn't they Rebe- tell you, don't you know? Rebelli TV on YouTube, Twitch, and all the places. Rebelli.net for listen to other shows. iTunes, search or subscribe, like, share. Until next time, hasta los huevos.
Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>